Hello, welcome everyone to this month's episode of Unlimited, where we interview incredible people that are doing astounding things to inspire you to do the same, to know that anything literally is possible. And tonight we're going to talk about the magic of flow states. So a lot of you know about flow states. It's when you're connected to the all. It's when you're connected in that moment where you're no longer thinking, when, when you're playing sports or playing music or just caught up in it all. And in that moment, you can access so much information, even information about what is happening on the other side of the world or how to ski down that slope in an incredible way, right? It's access to the all and it's access to your extraordinary capabilities. And getting in there, getting into that flow is an elusive thing, but we're gonna learn tonight how to do that with Libby Lovejoy. So I'm really excited to welcome her um, on. And I wanted to ask you guys listening, um, if you're online or if you're in the Zoom room to type in what gets you in the flow right? So what is it? Is it listening to music? Is it listening to binaural beats? Is it opening your heart? What is it? When are you in flow and how did you get there? So if you're listening on YouTube, you can go ahead and write that answer into the chat, okay? Share your, your information with the world. And if you want to get back into the Zoom room, um, you can just go to lightnet.org slash, um, slash unlimited, and that will get you into the Zoom room. So I'm going to pull Libby up. Um, let me find her. There she is. Welcome, Libby. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. You know, Libby and I first knew each other uh, in, in um, Alan Steinfeld's remote viewing team on LightNet. And we were both in his remote viewing class. And I've often taken his class over and over again because it's so fascinating. There's nothing more um, revealing than remote viewing. And for those of you who don't know what remote viewing is, it's when you calm your mind, quiet your mind, and you can actually see things, whether it's a piece of paper and an image, or whether you're going to California to a particular location or back in time or to another planet, you can actually look around and see things. And if this isn't proof that we're all connected somehow, I don't know what is. I talked to Jesslyn, um, who's our intuition accelerator team coach at LightNet today, and she literally started crying. She was like, Zenka, in my team, um, we had the entire team of people get five out of six of the remote viewing targets. And she said, even people in the class that had been blocked, like became unblocked. And she said, it was just like a miracle that that happened. So lean in and listen tonight because Libby has an incredible story to tell about how she accesses this, how she learned how to do it, how she exercises her brain, how she remote views. Um, and, and you can too, like, that's the message. <laughs> if Lightnet ever had a message, it was that all you guys can access extraordinary capabilities. There's nothing different about our hardware. It's more about trying, getting in there, practicing, 
and getting that light bulb experience, just like when we're, you know, spoon bending, it's that, it's that, oh, wow, even I can do it too. So welcome, Libby. Um, do you have anything you want to share with us? Uh, I know that when you got, stay tuned because we are going to do practical exercises with Libby. We're also going to do a whole um, member workshop in two weeks where it's going to be an entire hour and a half. Why don't you talk about the workshop that you guys are going to do in two weeks? Well, we kind of already talked about that in the interview. Okay. okay. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to go over it after that, that, okay. that would be great. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. We don't want to be redundant. Okay. So what <laughs> happened was um, Alan Steinfeld is traveling right now in Europe and he's like, I want to interview Libby. And, he's like, and I was like, okay, well, let's do it together. But it happened to be that this was like 2.30 in the morning in Europe. And I was like, wow, that's exactly the only time where this exactly wouldn't work for you to do this. And so he's like, all right, all right. Well, let me interview her first. Um, and then you can interview her. So what we're going to, at 3.30 today in the afternoon, they recorded a 30-minute interview. So we're going to play that. It's going to give you some some context on Libby's life and her work, and then we're going to jump back in. So again, if you guys have questions for her that are coming up for you, go ahead and type that into the chat. Okay, so here we go. Let me go ahead and share my screen. And here we go. Dimensional learning. I'm really happy to be part of this with Cinco Caro and our start. Welcome to LightNet. This is an accelerated program for a higher dimensional learning. I'm really happy to be part of this with Cinco Caro and our very, very, very special guest today, Libby Lovejoy, who I'll introduce in a second. I'm Alan Steinfeld. I've been teaching remote viewing for the last, I guess, year or more on LightNet. And Libby, who I happened to meet in the class of um, this remote viewing was one of the outstanding students, even though her viewing possibilities weren't as good as others, but her remote viewing skills were incredible. Libby, want to uh, explain to people just what your condition is and um, how, and then we'll get into what you're teaching for LightNet too, because that's really what we want to talk about. But uh, sure. Vision impaired, and, and go ahead, talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am I am vision impaired, and I took Alan's remote viewing class, and when I took his class, it really helped me to see, all puns intended, right, that I actually see and perceive things in a different way than most people. But what really is vision? And that and that's what it showed me in Alan's class, because I realized that I was viewing things in a different way than the other participants that could see in the class were seeing. So so that gave me a really good insight, Alan. It really opened me up to to the way that I see things differently. And but but really, the question is, what is vision? You know, what really is vision? Do we see it with our eyes? Do we see with our our minds, our third eye? What exactly is it? And that's and that's really where I'm at with that. 
Oh, I think that's a really good question because I often wonder when people have an out-of-body experience, near-death experience, they they talk about seeing, but they're not using their physical eyes to see. Even in dreams, we're not really seeing. And also, I've had the sensation of seeing with my skin, seeing, feeling and seeing. So I think that's a really excellent question. And that, that moves us into what you're going to be teaching for LightNet. And tell people about what that is because i think there's really no answer to that first question what is seeing but how are you doing neuroplasticity and helping people in the work you're doing so i will be teaching a class it's called neuroplastic mental acceleration we'll just say nma for short and essentially what it is is learning how to expand our minds learning how to synchronize the left hemisphere of our brain and the right hemisphere of our brain and going into a, essentially a gamma and theta brainwave state which allows us to use a, a much larger capacity of our brain so really we use approximately five percent of our available capacity of our brain so what do we do with the other 95 percent right and the brain is like, uh, I analogize it to a muscle. So for one thing, you, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? But you have to, in order to grow your brain, you have to work it. Just like if you, know, if you wanna be a bodybuilder, right? You go to the gym. If you wanna be a really big bodybuilder, you go every day. You just wanna be, you know, just fit. Maybe you go three times a week. Well, it's the same thing with, working out our brain and so first we first thing we want to do is assess whether or not we have the, the pq which is potential quota to even expand our minds right there's some people they have no desire for that they they're comfortable going home every night sitting in front of the tv you know going to work doing what they're told and we were raised in that type of environment right in our learning system we were raised in a rote learning system where we went to school and we memorized things and we were told you know do this listen to the teacher don't ask questions and and so what we're doing here is assessing are you the type of person who wants to expand your mind do you feel like you can be more than you are do you even want to be more than you are and once we assess that where we're at individually right then it comes into how can we expand our minds so so that's that's the the basic gist of it well, I think that's really great. It's really up to date with everything I'm trying to figure out. So, but let's say people want to expand their mind because of course they're here at LightNet listening to you, but what is special about your technique of expanding the mind? How does, how does that actually work? What you're doing to be teaching? So I will be teaching different ways some of the founda foundational structure. For an example, there have been a lot of studies that have been done where they've assessed kids. For an example, there was a study done by NASA by um, Dr. George Land and Dr. Beth Jarman. And they did a study where they followed people for 30 years from the age of being five until the age of when they were 30. 
And they found that at the end of the study that kids under the age or up to the age of five have limitless capacity, limitless creativity, limitless innovation in their thoughts and in their actions. I mean, when you think of a little kid, Alan, right? You think of everything is possible, right? You're playing, you're having fun, you're opening your mind. But by the time we're 30, approximately, we have basically nine, 8% of the population has no capacity for anything, for, you know, they're, they're closed down, they're into doing the what we've been taught in the rote learning system, they're into doing the same repetitive things over and over. And again, the, the mind is like a muscle. So if we don't use that muscle, it's going to become atrophy. And people have a, a, a thought like they don't want to, they don't want to open their, their mind. They're afraid of opening their mind. So in the class, we're going to teach people who have this potential quota to want to expand their minds. And they're going to step into um, how we can open up our minds. Okay. So for an example, you are the seven people that you hang out with the most. So we need to be focusing on who is it we're hanging out with? Who is it we're spending time with? Mm. What are our language patterns? How do, we, how do we talk to ourselves? How do we talk to each other? Those type of things. So, okay, so there's certain tech. So we look at that, we look at our associations, our influences. This, and you don't have to go give away the punchline, but what is the techniques that you use to actually expand? Is there certain things, exercises, ways of thinking that you yes. use? Okay, yes. Let's yes, and absolutely. And there's no way I can, there would be no, um, I'm not going to blow any secrets or anything because it, it's, it, it's about actually doing it, bringing it in to your everyday life. So I could tell you, hey, we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that, but it's actually practicing situations, going into flow state, um, being able to open up to the quantum field and being able to access the information so you can bring it down and, and bring it into your own life. But this isn't something I could just tell you, hey, here's the secret, go do this and you're going to be great. It's a matter of practice. Again, it's like going to, to the gym, working out your mind. So, so it's a process. It's not an easy process. And as we talk about it, your, your mind is fluid, right? You're either progressing or you're regressing. You never stay the same, just like in life, right? You never stay, nothing ever stays the same. If there's one thing about life we know, right, Alan? Nothing stays the same. Things are constantly changing. And so if you want to expand your mind and accelerate your, your mind and grow yourself, you have to continue to progressively grow your brain. And so it does take... So, know, people who want to do it on a regular basis. So how do we do it? Just give us a little bit. How do we grow our brains? So we we yeah. think about what type of thought of thought processes we have. How are we talking to ourselves? Because you know how the ego is, right? The ego is something we need to become conscious of. We, basically, that's what it is, Alan. It's becoming conscious 
of what you're doing, what you're, what we're saying to ourselves, what we're saying to each other, who we're hanging out with, what we're doing, the choices that we're making, and just you know, learning about the ego and and it's it's rightful putting it in its rightful place in our in our world because our ego is our friend, right? I mean, it it wants to protect us from things that have harmed us in the past. However, if you let your ego get out of control, well, then it's a big problem. So it's in the class I teach a lot of techniques, and and. It's again a process, but it's a beginning technique to begin the process of moving in a progressive fashion towards expanding our minds and accelerating our thoughts. And 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 what you can do, the power of it is just incredible to actually be able to go, go into flow state and access the quantum field and be able to, for an example, give a presentation without any preparation. I mean, there's just so many things we can do. And so that's what I would be doing in the class is exposing people to the beginning stages of how they can grow their minds and accelerate their brains and be all that they can be. This is great. I'm so happy you're working on this and doing this. The biggest thing is how do we know? Most people don't even recognize their own ego states and they think it's who they are. And of course you're saying it's not who they are. So how do we know what our ego is? Well, that is the question of the hour, right? So what we need to do is become aware of it and to be willing to say, hey, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Admitting that you don't really, we, we really have no idea what's going on really, right? We know 0.000, one percent of what's really transpiring and so it's the ability to open ourselves up to even the fact we don't know what we don't know that is a huge one right there right because we want to say well of course we know what we know of course we're who we think we are and so that's what i say when i talk about about the the potential pq the potential to quota to actually say i i'm willing to look at that I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. I don't know everything. Nobody can know everything anyways, right? I mean, sometimes we think we do, but we don't. So, so it's about being open and being willing to allow yourself to open up. And you know, with the advent of AI, Alan, we as a, as humanity have got to learn how to partner with AI. AI can function for seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It's already taking over jobs. It's already moving into spaces that if we don't expand our own minds and do something with ourselves, we're going to be left behind. We're, we're going to be obsolete. But let me ask you uh, maybe a personal question. How did you, what was your process of awakening? Most people, of course, in the world, whether vision impaired or not, think they are their ego. There must have been a moment for you where you had an awakening saying, hey, can you talk about that moment where you realized something? Well, actually, so it was when I was 20 years old and I went to a party and I did some LSD and I 
in that on that LSD journey, I woke up and I realized I am not I there I'm the one who's in control of myself. I am not giving up my power to anybody. I am the one who is creating my own reality. And as you might imagine, Alan, I was not the hit of the party that night, but yeah. it opened up myself to realize I'm really God. There is nobody out here that's controlling what I do, what I think, how I act, except for myself. And then, of course, I had to step back and and spent years, you know, figuring that out and and get regaining my footing in this reality and in those type of things. But that was what essentially started me on this journey. Okay, and then just just in the in the when we had the whole lockdown thing, that's when I really started opening up to to neuroplastic mental acceleration but that's just a, a stepping stone and and you know uh, it was a huge stepping stone but it's been a really really big stepping stone in my in my awakening process in my consciousness process so this um this language neuroplastic acceleration is that something you created or do you learn it from somebody so no so the founder of nma we'll just call it nma because it's a big long mouthful right um his name is kern frost and he uses he's developed it about 15 years ago and he's actually going to be on lightnets um we're going to have next two thursdays from now so on the 24th he's the founder is going to come on and talk about the process more in depth and and introduce everybody and in, you know to the process but he's used uh, a compilation of psychology metaphysics physiology theology and spirituality and combine them all together to open up the mind and and you know now he's he's calling it nma so that's that's where we i come up with that but i have actually gone through the training and i'm actually a trainer in that process would you say what's this guy's name again the founder his name is kern frost would you say he's quite awakened to this um ego egoic sense the separation between this god self divine and the ego is he there? absolutely Absolutely. And his main focus, you know, no one's perfect, of course, right? But his main focus is on this the psychology of it. And mm -hmm. so he's introducing it. And we're actually working, we work right now with corporates. We work with individuals as well, but corporates, because what we want to do is what we are doing is partnering with AI so we can use the human minds, expand our minds and partner with AI and then well, right now we work with corporations so they can bring accelerated minds into their companies and expand their companies and be, you know, be more innovative because, of course, you know, we're always growing. And as AI improves, we have to improve with it. Right. No, this sounds great. And he figured this out. Do you want to give a little, I mean, he, what was because I'm always interested in stories of awakening and your story is great. And what's his story? How did he figure all this out? So he was in, in, um, he's an entrepreneur. He was an entrepreneur for a while. And then he decided that he wanted to 
he's into psychology. So he got into um, NLP and he was, he felt like there wasn't really a lot, you know, there were limitations in what that could do. And so he began to expand out. And as he began to expand out, he was always told, so when he was a child, he was told that he was dyslexic, okay? And he was never gonna write, he was never gonna be able to mount to anything and all that. And so he decided he wanted to start writing. And at 50, he wrote his first book, which was a 150 something page book. And he found out that he could open up to the, you know, just expand out and open up to the quantum field. And Alan, what's really cool about him is in 10 years, so he's 60 now, in 10 years, he's written 23 books. Just, he can write a book in three days and then there's an editing process of a week or two and he can just put out a book. And so he's written all kinds of stuff. And, and I want to introduce our listeners to, first of all, I'm gonna put in a link here in the chat which is an app that people can go to. We have an app now where you can go and for, for a very small fee, you can practice this stuff on your own. But also I want to mention that he's written so many books. We wanna give some of those books away because really, Alan, what we're doing here, it's not about us knowing all these things and having the secrets or anything. We wanna bring people in. We want to introduce people because the more people that expand their minds, the bigger community we have, the more people we can bring in, the more we can elevate consciousness. I mean, that's what we're here to do on the planet, elevate consciousness, right? And the more people that are doing it, the faster we're going to grow and the more support people are going to have, the more community we're going to have. And it's, yeah, it's going to be great. But being um, vision impaired, did that um, affect you in a better way? Or, I mean, did that, or didn't didn't matter because we're still dealing with the mind ego? Is it was there a difference for you? Well, I, it, being vision impaired has really so I can't. I, I'm I'm vision is the sight. I should say is about eighty to ninety percent of most people's perceptions, right? So we live in a sighted world. And so without me having that influence, it has really elevated in my thinking the way that I perceive things. And it's just a different way because I don't have all that chatter going on with the visual stuff. I mean, when you look out in the world, you're seeing all of these things that are are being thrown at, at at a sighted person because that's the way that our society is that's the way mm -hmm. we've been controlled right that's the way we've been trained that's the way the top you know 40 families of the world are controlling us is primarily through sight so fortunately for me and i always didn't think it was so fortunate but i see that it is now and um, I was spared a lot of that. So I feel like I got a really, really nice foundation and had an extra way to kind of slide into to everything perceptions on the planet because I didn't have all that chatter. I had to figure out things in a different way. So yes, I I I feel like I have it an extra an extra bonus there. Um, I didn't always feel that way, but now I can see that I that I really do and really did. 
So yes, I do think so. But that doesn't mean that sighted people can't do it. It's just, um, I feel like I have a different avenue and a different way of tapping into things than other people do. And to me, that's an advantage. Well, I would say you're a very well-adjusted person, very intelligent, um, you know, spiritual, open from what i know of you seen of you and then your exercise of doing were really remarkable where you actually saw where we were remote viewing and that was like yeah that was cool <laughs> that was amazing um you you got the target better than probably anyone in the class in that remote viewing session and uh yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was just going to say that that remote viewing session. So just to kind of fill people in, we did a remote viewing session and and I I was able to tap into a place in my mind that I didn't know existed. Like everything just came to me and I just knew it. I just knew things and that was something new for me. But that has really helped me a lot on my journey because it's shown me that I have different techniques and different ways to look at things and see things, if you will, than, than the average person. Right. Imagine if you were always tapped into that place, Libby, where you just knew things. That would be yep. possible. Yep. Yep. I'm working on it. That's, you know, and that's part of my journey, right, is to be open enough to tap into my own intuition and be able to trust it. Because with the sight thing, I've always been told, you know, you're you're lesser than everybody because you can't see. And so as we're raised in society, I, I bought into that. But that that class that you had, the remote viewing class that you had through LightNet was really, really inspirational in giving me that a, another key. And, and and don't we always get keys, right? Just things that keys that, that fit that we use to grow, to expand our consciousness, to become more aware. And that's really what it's about is becoming more aware. And at that in that class, I learned, hey, I have a special gift that other people don't necessarily have. And so that was really great. Well, right, because I call that class seeing in the dark, because we're learning to see with the right brain, which is non-local, that taps into um, fields beyond what's immediately here, beyond the five senses. So you've already developed the skill of seeing in the dark, basically. And so that's what was so amazing, where you put that skill into application and you actually got it you did so yeah yeah it was great it was a great realization for me too so yes so in and this your teaching what can people get out of what what do you hope people come away with after doing what is it eight weeks are you going to teach us yes amazing so so after an eight-week course what i want people to come away with is we can be more than we are. We can be so much more than we are. We can tap into things. We can go into a flow state without any preparation and do the things that we have always wanted to do, whether it's public speaking, presenting, having more confidence, um, tapping into your intuition. It, it, you know, coming into contact with your great, your higher self, 
or something outside of yourself if that's your desire and also to realize that there's a community out here because without community it's going to be very difficult for people to do this on their own so we want to bring people into the community and have have you know that there are people out here that are all doing the same thing that you're doing because again what you tell yourself your 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 awareness your what you say just even you know a takeaway for today is what you say what to become aware of what you say your actual words that you say if you say i can't do this i i i i'm i you know i I'm unable to do this. This doesn't work for me. I'm a bad person. These type of things are putting those thoughts into your consciousness and creating your own reality. And so becoming aware of your language patterns. I mean, there's so many levels of this that we couldn't possibly cover them all now, but just to think about what comes out of your mouth and to become aware of that and even to listen to people around you is, is huge right there. Yeah. It's huge. No, that is, it's great. And it's great that you are helping that. And um, I think how people talk to themselves, of course, is like a big thing, not just yep. what we say or, or think, but the things, oh, you, you did that again, or look what you, I mean, just the stuff there in a dialogue is, is, is damaging and it holds us back. So you get to the bottom of all that and free people from those destructive patterns right right and 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 uh, helping people to become aware of what they are and then in the class we're going to do exercises and practice this is a this is a, a do a done with you not a done for you class so come and be prepared because i want you guys i want everybody to experience what it's like to go into flow state and realize that you have so much power inside of yourself you don't even you don't even realize it we really don't and once you start realizing it it's, it's quite addictive so mm -hmm. yeah no it's great and you've realized it too because you you know you've developed your mind you're everywhere you're traveling you're doing this you're helping people and it obviously has done something for you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm able to go into a presentation and not do any preparation. And you guys, that's that's really scary to just go in somewhere, know you're going to present to, I don't know, however many people and and just know that the words have the faith that those words are going to come out of your mouth and they're going to be exactly what people need to be he to hear. I mean, that's, that's, that's some powerful stuff. And, and it's super, you know, super confidence building. I mean, there's just not enough good, well, positive things we could say about that. That really helps me because I actually have to give a presentation this weekend that I have not prepared for. So well, there you go. See, you take my class and then you just, it's about having confidence and letting go. And those things will just come out of your mouth. They'll just come right out of your mouth. And well, and you'll be confident that it's going to be what need people need to hear. Well, it's great, Libby. Always great talking to you, and 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 actually meeting you in person was great. And um, yes. knowing that you're evolving, you know, not just your community but the community at large. And um, 
thank you for being so enthusiastic and you bet thanks for interviewing me alan and it was great to meet meet you again yes. we'll see each other in person soon yes yes come to some events um come out to sedona you'll love the energy out there so. i i want to i really do mm. i haven't been so i gotta come and check it out and and have a great time in this class i think it's something you know that the more you teach it the more i mean that's what i've learned the more i teach it the more i've learned how to teach it but you you've done this before so I mean, yes. right and but that is that's very well said i mean probably 80 percent of learning is actually teaching other people and yeah. that's where we're going anyways right it's all we're all together here we're we're all teaching each other we're all growing together and that's what's going to elevate the consciousness of this planet and allow us to move forth into new and exciting realms i i know you after this talk here you have a whole longer thing you're doing with zinka um but is there anything you want to leave us with to think about um as we conclude here well i i'd like to say that I'm going to provide a link where you can check out the app and the website and see if this is something that really is for you. And yeah, come and join our class. And again, in two weeks, um, the founder, Kern Frost, will be here and he's going to go deeper into this whole process. And we'd love to have you join us for that. Right. And I think you're a remarkable human being, Libby. And thank, thank you, Alan. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you so much. You can teach a lot of people just by your experience and going deeper into this trans ego state, because you're right. You, you haven't been brain conditioned in the same way a lot of people have. And so you've had to, what I get the sense of, you've had to understand the, the workings of your own mind in a way that other people haven't. Right, basically learning how to do the things everybody's doing, but in a different way, which shifts and changes the way I do stuff. So yeah, so I'm getting ready. I will say I'm getting ready to um, write a book on my memoirs and, oh, expose everything, Alan. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's exciting. And I'm gonna do that in flow state. So what needs to come out is gonna come out and that's going to be happening very soon. So people can stay tuned for that. Yeah, you know, it's just talking to you. It's like realizing everything is really in our minds. We may think it's out in the world, but what you show people, it's like you've been navigating the interior spaces and making distinctions that help them understand themselves. Is that? A absolutely, and it is. It's all in our mind, and really, it's all in the moment. You know, it's it's you you stay in the moment, and you make your moment a joyous, happy moment, and and that's really, in essence, what it is, right? Because. It, it is all in our minds and it's a lot about you know when we do talk about mind acceleration it is about emotions and stuff i mean you you, you probably know alan and, and our audience too how easy it is to psych ourselves up over maybe a small piece of information we found out that we didn't like and jump to conclusions and you know there's just so many elements and becoming aware and conscious of what we're doing is really, really the key. And then, of course, you know, staying in the moment with it. 
Yeah, no, great. Well, thank you. Thank you, Libby. Have a great next um, session after this. I think it's going to be following this. And um, well, good luck, too, with your class students and everything. But we'll we'll stay in touch through Zinc and LightNet or anything else you ever need. You can just reach out and we'll talk again soon, okay? All right. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you. I've been talking to Libby Lovejoy. Stay tuned for more of Libby and the upcoming, what, what's the name of the course again? The Neuro? Neuroplastic Mental Acceleration, just NMA. Mm. Oh, so one more question. Have you ever done the um, Alpha Wave trainings that um, you might no, love? No, I have not. Uh, James Hart. I'll tell you about that sometime, though. Okay. Okay. Great. Tom Seinfeld and talking to Libby Lovejoy and stay tuned for more Libby Lovejoy. <laughs>
a place where you can work out. So think of your brain as, like I spoke about in that interview, as a muscle. So if you want to have more brain capacity and be able to do things and have more confidence and be able to do numerous things, whatever it is you want to do with your brain, you can you can use this app. So like you were talking about, it's another personality. So basically we function in an A, let's just say, we, we always say an A personality. We're functioning in every day in an A personality, okay? But as you begin to grow your mind, you start to function in a B personality. You're the same person, but you can do things and you feel so much better and so much more life is just a pleasure it's it's living in the moment it's living in a different state and it's a shift that you make it's a sh very small shift but it is a shift that you make and i function probably a couple of hours at least every day now in that b personality once in a while, I get caught up and I go back to the old A personality that caught up in all kinds of drama and emotion and, and I can't do this or this isn't right, that type of thing. But once you start expanding your mind and letting go, it's a real letting go. And like you were saying, Zenka, we function at about 40 bits of data per second. But when you're in that B personality, you'll function at 40 million bits of data. That's obviously substantially more. We just have absolutely no idea how different things can be until you actually start doing it. And now we have a community of people who are doing it, which is wonderful. As we know here with LightNet, we have a community. Community is everything. Because as you become more awake and aware and more conscious, you want people who are awake and aware and conscious. And as I spoke before, the people that you spend, the seven people that you spend the most time with are the people that you're gonna act like, the people that you're gonna live like. So it, it behooves us all to be conscious and aware of what it is we're doing, what it is we're saying, who we're hanging out with, I mean, and you have to completely let go to it. You can't, you can't be halfway in. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. You have to let go to it. And that's what it is, is a letting go, a, a letting go. And, and it's such a wonderful place to be let go to. So it's, it's, yeah, it's completely joyous. It's living in the moment really is what it is, but it's, using steps and going to a, a, a gym and using exercises that actually do work to expand your mind. Yeah, that's the neuroplasticity, you guys. So we used to believe that the brain was stuck, you know, that it didn't, couldn't reconfigure itself. And, you know, BioCybernet Institute and others have said, no, 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 no. The brain can learn how to do other things. You just give it feedback and, and, and you, and, and that's also, I think why it's important for you guys to be around loving people that see the best for you, want the best for you and believe in you because, um, 
because those mirror neurons are, are firing when someone's telling you like, and, and, and I encourage you guys tonight and tomorrow in the next day, let's say for the next three days to pay compliments to your friends, just tell them what you admire about them. Right. We never do that. Um, and that's a chance for them to realize that they are having that effect and that shifts the belief. And I talked to a neuroscientist over the weekend at our salon and she's like, yeah, I, I, I taught school once and I had all the kids that had to stay back. So it was like seven kids that were too like whatever to, to go to the next grade. And then she had eight kids that were like totally misbehaving, like behavioral problem kids. Um, and she said, by the end of the year, she had like 80% of them on the honor roll. And she was like, it was just a matter of reinstating their beliefs about themselves, right? <laughs> so her ego doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to change because it's scary. <laughs> and so it's like, we, you know, we got to get out of there. So we're going to open this up to questions. Um, and uh, we're going to do first an exercise with Libby right now. And as she said, she's going to be coming on to the next season at LightNet, and she's going to be teaching a group of eight to 12. And they're going to go eight weeks with her to really open this all up, right? Um, so, so I encourage you to check that out. I'm also going to let you know right now, you know, she talked about community as being important. And, and I think that's correct, especially when you are attempting to do amazing things like write a book or give a speech, right? All those things can, can leap you out of your comfort zone. And we also know from a small group of eight that when eight people put intention on something like miraculous things can happen. And I want to tell you before we get into the exercise that we are up to our biggest experiment we've ever done at LightNet, which is going to be 250 people calling in light chips at the same time, four nights in a row, Friday and Saturday of one weekend, Friday and Saturday of the next weekend. 250 people at the same time around the world on Zoom calling in ships, right? This is going to be interesting. So imagine eight people times eight people times eight, right? It's like a lot of people, right? We're also going to have people come to Sedona as well for that second weekend. Altair is coming. So let me just show really quickly um, where you can find out information on how to join us. Um, so if you go, let me just do this here. Um, if you go, if you're new to LightNet, you just go to lightnet.org and you're gonna see this massive thing on the homepage. You can click more. We're doing some free webinars so you can get to know Altair and learn more about the practices he's gonna teach, Vedic practices, ancient practices. Um, and you can check out the entire full schedule. We've added all sorts of crazy stuff like spoon bending, making music with ETs, sound baths. There's also um, a, a in-person bonus session, um, which you can do also online from raising our vibration intensive. So it's a lot of fun and stay tuned for what happens. <laughs> so Libby, let's go ahead and do this practice that you talked about um, and, and everyone get your questions ready as well for Libby. So I'm ready, Libby. What are we doing? Okay. So I want to give you guys an example of flow states. One of the things that you'll be learning in my class. 
And I don't think we should have a limit how many people could come into the class because the more the merrier. Let's all get expanded. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have Zenka give me a word. And it's just gonna be any word that she thinks of. And we haven't discussed this prior, right, Zenka? Yeah. You haven't told me. Okay, right. and I'm gonna speak on this word in flow state, okay? So I'm gonna just talk for, I'm gonna talk for five minutes. She's gonna give me a word and I'm gonna talk for five minutes and I'm going to just show you guys what flow state is. And I'm gonna just go for it. And this is something that you'll learn in a class. This is an example. Now I could talk to you for 45 minutes on that one word, but let's just go with five. All right, so Zenka, are you ready with a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's three things that came to my mind. The first was butterfly, but that's not good. Like it doesn't matter. Thinking, but any on, word but you want. Gamma. And then okay. I was thinking ET. So so choose either gamma or ET. We don't need to know about butterflies. That's not as it's not outside of your knowledge. You know what I mean? Which I think is what you're asking us to test. Is like take some crazy topic and you're just gonna download, right? You're just gonna download what that is. Right. I'm going to, you're going to give me a word and you're going to, we'll say gamma. Let's pick gamma. And I'm going to just talk about it for five minutes, whatever comes into my mind and okay. whatever comes into my mind is what you guys apparently need to hear, or at least somebody in this room. Okay. All right. When we go into a gamma state, we're in a state that is really open. It's a state that allows us to be free, to expand our minds, and to really open ourselves up. And whatever comes into our mind is produced when we're in that gamma state. So there won't be any kind of practice. You don't have to prepare anything because this brainwave is something that is really a place of freedom. It's a place where you can tap into a space, the quantum field, a place where it's going to give you information that is just going to be downloaded into your mind, and you're not going to use any of your thoughts, any of your judgments, any of your preparation, nothing. You're just going to simply sit there and let yourself go. And it's a very freeing place. It's a very freeing joyous place because once you go into that place it's allowing yourself to let go to something and to say or to do or to present whatever it is that the people around you or if you're doing it for yourself that you need to hear because also in this state you can write and that's one of the really great ways of expanding your mind is to allow yourself to go into this space and to write. If you sit down, you, you probably a lot of you guys have heard about automatic writing. That's a, a form of how you begin, one of the techniques that you begin to use to open your mind and to allow yourself to be in this space. And once you start doing that on a regular basis, it becomes something that you start living in your everyday life. 
And it brings so much joy into yourself and into your life and into your space because you're allowing yourself to let go. You don't have to sit there and wonder, what am I going to say next? What am I going to do next? What does so-and-so think about me? What are they going to think if I say this or I do that? And the amazing thing about this is it's so freeing because you're affording yourself, your true self, your true inner self to just, or higher self, if you will, to expand yourself out and open up and let go. You'll be able to be in a, in a state that is just open and allowing things to drop in and come into your space that you haven't even maybe thought of before. And there's some really, really great awarenesses you can have. And not only that, but it allows you to get a self-confidence of, of, of the ability to know that whatever you're going to do or whatever you're going to say is actually going to just transpire. It's just going to come out of your mouth. And you might even say to yourself, wow, I can't believe I just said that. That's pretty inspirational. And while you allow yourself to let go and to be in this state, this flow state of this brainwave, you're going to be discovering new and exciting things and ways of expressing yourself. So letting go and opening up, expanding your mind and allowing yourself to be more than you could ever even imagine, more than you ever even thought you could be. And it's really incredible that we use about 5% of our available capacity of our brain. And once we start to use more of our capacity of brain, we can allow ourselves to become in tandem with AI and to be able to partner with AI. And how powerful is that? How powerful is that to allow ourselves to just let go and to function full time in this space. Because once we're actually functioning in a gamma and theta brainwave space, we have mastered being in that B personality. And when I say B, that's like the best person we could possibly ever be. Thank you so much, Libby. There that you go. Really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like it is really freeing, you guys, because you know our hearts are like crumpled up from being like told after we're age five that we can't, we can't, we shouldn't. It's not good. This, that, whatever. Like we're literally shut down completely. You know, it's like so. Where that little kid goes, like, oh, I want to do this, and it's like, no, 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 no. And so we shut it all down so that when we're in this gamma state or this theta state, this like dreaming state, we're like, oh, I want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and we noticed this with ET contact, like the other day we're doing a thing on James Rank's show and, and he was like, let's just do it here live. And so we did. And we had this app talking to the ETs 
And I started to feel the entire field starting to have doubt creeping in and the whole thing didn't stop working. And I was like, okay, let's all breathe together and raise ourselves back up into a flow state. And then it started talking again. So, so these are, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting, you guys, like, I want you to take a moment right now and write in the chat what you would use basically a magic wand for. Like if you had unlimited anything or if you could do anything, what do you want? That's a big one. You know, it's like, we don't even know what we want. Do you want, what do you want? Do you want more love in your life? Do you want um, a meal cooked for you? Do you want to have a better relationship? with someone in your life? Do you want to, in coffee's case, she wants to levitate. Like, do you want to write a book? What is that impossible thing for you guys? Because that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to help people do things that they thought were impossible, right? Um, because yeah, connect with the galactic being Ginny. That's cool, yeah. Um, you can definitely do that. Um, love and be loved, right? Like, so let's block that. I get it. Um, I'm there too. Sometimes it's like <laughs> you resist, right? Um, cool. And meet a Marsha, meet my star family and go for a ride on, on a ship. Yeah, you know, Marsha gets all sorts of interactions out her window. You know what I mean? And it's not going to be long before we can go on their ships, do tours, go traveling, to write books, novels is also coming through. So again, if you're on YouTube too, I want you to write it in the chat, what you guys want to do. Now we're going to open it up to questions right now. Um, so what you're going to do, if you're in the Zoom room, you're going to hit the reactions button there, um, and you're going to raise your hand, um, and that way I'll know to call on you uh, and bring you up. Um, and also, Victoria, I don't know if you're around to talk about what happened with you when you changed your brain state. <laughs> Victoria just went into a tank. Um, she went into a tank of darkness for, for seven days straight, hooked up to all brain stuff. Um, and she was training her brain to go into alpha. Absolutely incredible. Okay, wait, Diane, can you turn on your camera and I'll bring you down to um, ask your question. So, okay, awesome. And then you can go ahead and unmute yourself. Welcome, Diane. Hi, thank you. Um, Libby, when you were just talking about what the state is like and the possibilities in it, um, I feel like I go in and out of that without trying to. There are times when I'll sit down to write my book and it just comes out of me. And later when I read it, I'm like, I wrote that? wow, that's amazing. Um, and a couple of other things like that would happen over the years. So um, it sounds to me what you're talking about, it's a natural state for any of us to be in. So perhaps some of us already move in and out of it and just haven't fully claimed it or realized it. Is that, am I making sense? Yes, Diane, you're you're absolutely right. We we move so the brain is is fluid. Okay, everything is fluid, right? So nothing is stays the same. So we're constantly regressive, 
or progressive. We're always moving into and out of spaces. So you're right. Plenty of times we we find ourselves in it. Like you said, all of a sudden you'll find yourself and you're like, wow, I can't believe I just wrote that. And that is the space. And what I am teaching and, and what, what we're all teaching at, at you know in, in this whole um, NMA is for you to become aware of it. So you know when you're in it and when you're not in it, so you can get yourself in it more, more often. Because as you can see, you do amazing things when you're in it. And whatever we do in our reality is, is either progressing us towards being open in that state or regressing us backwards. Okay, so if we're saying negative things to ourselves, and talk, you know, having bad, you know, negative talk to ourselves, or we're hanging out with people who are really negative, they're going to drag us down and re we're regressing. And the thing is, is we don't really realize it. That's the thing is we're, we have an ego that we is trying to protect us, but tries to lead us so much that we're not even aware of it. And Alan touched a bit on that in the, in the interview where we have this ego, but we don't realize the ego is doing it. So basically, in a, in a nutshell, what we're doing here is teaching you how to be conscious of what you're doing and be aware of it. And that way you're choosing what, how you're living your life. So you have it right. You're in it. You, you get, we get tastes of it all the time. And that's, those are, those are what is in, I'm inviting you to say, hey, I want more of that. I love that. And I want more of that. Yeah. And you guys, I encourage you to command yourself into the state, set aside some time and go, I want to go into a flow state, help me get into a flow, flow state. You can invite ETs to help you or, or angels or whatever, and, and get into that state. Because that's the state where miracles happen. That's the state of magic. That is the state of synchronicities that are happening. Right. So it's like, um, and, and, and the more magic you experience, the softer your heart becomes, the more in love with the world you become, the more kind you are to yourself. Um, I have a negativity bracelet that I change when I notice myself thinking a thought that I don't want or experiencing a reality that I don't want, whether it's like the internet's getting caught up or whatever, I go, oh, I need to change my bracelet and I move it to the other side. You know, today I was in a very, you know, coherent state. I had, I had lunch with Suzanne Ross. It was like really amazing. She was telling me all this cool stuff. It's like really happy. And I stopped at the thrift store afterwards. And I was like, I need to get some plates, some China plates for the salon. So we don't have to keep renting and throwing away money. And I sat there looking at these China plates and they were $40 a set. And you know, uh, another amount for a set. And I was like, wow, this is so expensive. And I just sat there and I was like, wow, but I did look for plates and they were there. So I was like, that was exciting. And then all of a sudden I heard a voice in my head and the universe was like, Zenka, you came for plates and they're here. Um, why aren't you happy? And then the woman in that moment, she turned to me and she goes, all the kitchen stuff is 75% off. Um, but not all the kitchen stuff, just the plates and dishes. I was like, what? I was like, 
I've never even heard of 75% off. I mean, I've heard of 50% off, $75, 75% off. So I got $500 worth of dishes for $128. And then got home and I counted. We had exactly 53 in one, 54 in the other, and like 48 in the other. Because I was thinking like, did I get the right? It's like, that is flow, you guys. That's like dreams come, like coming, like weird stuff happening that couldn't possibly be true. You know, who's getting 75% off on the exact thing you need? And that's the only thing that was on sale. <laughs> like what? Anyway, I'm going to bring Victoria down. And I just want to tell you guys that once you train your brain to get into theta and gamma, you will stay that way. You're not going to forget how to do it. Your brain doesn't forget. It doesn't work hard. It locks into that and you know it feels good and you know how to get there. And that's what happens at BioCybernet. They get people in alpha, then they then they test it again the next year and the person is still able to do it. And they test it a year and it actually grows. So whatever work you want to do on your brain, how much ever exercise you want to do, it will be worth your time because your body just learns it. What happened with you? Victoria. Zinka, before we get to that, yeah. Victoria, let me just throw something out to everybody really quickly. Um, you do have to continue to grow your brain, though. You can't just expect it's going to grow. It's like a muscle. If you don't work it out, it's not going to grow. If you want to be a bodybuilder, you got to go to the gym, right? The same thing with your brain. But what I do want to throw out to you guys, what's really, really beneficial, and, and I... I request that people do it in my class is every day, just write, start writing and just go into flow state in your writing. And that will be a huge, huge acceleration of your mind. I just had to throw that out there. Go for it, Victoria. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think this is an amazing conversation and Libby, I, it's just, I'm really grateful how much you're sharing of your own journey and and clearly how passionate you are about how much it's working. So I'm excited to know more about your course. And I'm really grateful Zink is putting it on LightNet. Um, so yeah, my experience with BioCyberNot Institute, I did an alpha level one training. And what that means is that um, I was going there seven days a week straight. Uh, we were in what they call the chamber, which is the dark room that Zink is referring to. Uh, we go, there's, they have different types of programs. I happen to be in the one where we go in twice a day for seven days, um, except on day four, where they kind of give you a break and just do one, <laughs> but they're, they're very intense. And part of the process is that you don't know time. So they don't tell you how long you're in there for. They don't tell you, you know, it's, it's very much like, you know, when you're arriving and you know what time it is when you leave, but you don't know time in between. And a big part of the training is actually doing really deep forgiveness work and utilizing the feedback. So part of how they do the feedback is they have these electrodes that go on your head at each lobe of the brain and each hemisphere coherence. So like, um, you know, you have your occipitals, which are on the back of your head. So there's a right and left, and then there's an electrode in the middle. So, and imagine that at three other quadrants on your head. So they're measuring what's happening in the right and left in terms of alpha, um, like the amplitude of the power. So 
how much alpha is happening in this part and how much power is the alpha at in this area? And then what's the coherence between the lobes and each one? And each of those lobes is connected to a wind instrument as music. And this is the proprietary technology that um, Dr. James Hart has, has been working on for over 40 years and created. And, you know, he's got an incredible process that's scientifically tested and profound. Um, so not only am I in a dark room seeing scores on a screen every two minutes, but I'm listening to the waves of my brain. And depending on how powerful it is, that particular instrument is louder. So the learning is actually through like a hearing and being able to like learn to, to either make certain parts louder or balance them or steady them. So it's, it's, it's really interesting and it's definitely a muscle. Um, I had a lot of soreness in my head at times. It wasn't a headache. It was like just a lot. It's, it's different and it definitely grew over the days. I could feel the difference of my brain adapting to it and then just like clicking and being like, oh, okay, I get how to do this now. Uh, and it was a really powerful process. So we got to see our brain waves um, basically each day. They also do a mood scale aspect to it. So you go in and they essentially, I believe it's from the electrodes that they're able to kind of use it as a polygraph. So you're being asked like, here's a word and you rate how much of that word you're feeling in that moment or at your highest alpha experience. And it's kind of like, it flags you if you're unconscious is like, oh, that's not true. You know, like, are you feeling anger? And I'm like, no, I feel so happy. And it could like later on, it's like, oh, that flagged, you know? So in the end, it's like reflecting what's happening in the unconscious and utilizing that to, to do the forgiveness work and then go into the chamber and utilize the numbers to kind of go, okay, I'm going to go into the pain of this moment. There's like a, um, a special 14-step protocol that uh, Dr. Hart has created to go through and so it's like at each step of that, you can see the numbers of where your alpha is going and kind of go, okay, did I, did I do this work? I think I did. Yes, I actually did it. Look, my alpha is going up. Uh, wow. My semi, like my hemi coherence went up and like each day he shares with us what our highs were of the day, what our lows were. So it's a really fascinating experience to go through. And I went through with two other people and the three of us just bonded so deeply because we shared so much of what we were going through and got to like witness each other's numbers change, which ultimately for me became a reflection of how integrated with my unconscious I was. So it was like the alpha is a side effect of getting really integrated with, with the self and recognizing, you know, there's, <laughs> it's a feedback, right? So there's also times where we did what's called like an alpha inquiry and you can ask yourself a question and see where your numbers go, kind of like muscle testing on like steroids, because you're literally hearing and seeing, am I in coherence with this idea of what I want to do? Or if I'm going to make this decision, here are the two options. And where did my alpha really like go way up and go, yeah, we're, we're going to really go into flow over here. Uh, so highly honored to have had the experience, highly recommend it. And I learned a lot about it. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. You know, you guys, 
thanks for sharing um, your experience. You know, if if you guys walk away from this like session tonight, this video tonight with one idea, I want it to be that we are knowing now that the brain is very important to the reality that you live. Okay. So whether you're going on YouTube and you're listening, you're looking for binaural beats or whether you're downloading a $5, you know, app mind gym that, that Libby's doing, or whether you're paying $20,000 to sit in a chamber for a week and do extreme biofeedback. This is the keys to the castle, like getting your brain sorted out and getting it in different frequencies will open up things to you that you will not imagine. Right. And, um, this is like the aha moment. I mean, this is, this is so interesting. So, so BioCybernaut uses forgiveness training, 50% in creativity increase, 11.7 point boost in IQ, right? More joy, better. So, so just by changing your brain waves to a different brain wave out of beta, you're already getting 50% more creative. You're undoing that crap that happened to you as a kid, right? Where all of a sudden you're at genius level until five and then and then only 30% are genius level at 10 and only like whatever, what was it like 10%, right? You're going back. No, 2%. 2%, oh my God. By the time you're 30. Right, so, yep. so and, and the other thing I want you to take away from this, you guys, is the word freedom. Freedom. You know, we talked about, oh, it's like you're being God at some level. You know what I mean? Like you talked about your awakening experience. You know what I mean? And it's true. At some level, your emotions, thoughts, and feelings are in creating your entire reality. I was trying to get mad at someone the other day. And I was like, crap, but I can't get mad at them because it's like a part of me. I don't want to just be mad at myself. You know? So it's like, it's like let's get this stuff figured out so we can compound the love and joy and miracles around each one of us to create that domino around everyone else. You know what I mean? And this science is real and there's different ways to do it, but it's, it's one of the biggest aha moments, you know what I mean? That unlocks your heart to being more you know, your heart then can be like, I can sing now because I'm not being shut down and told that told that I can't. Like that, that is true freedom, you guys. And we've got to figure out how to get there. And we've got to show everybody else how to get there. So yeah. Um, does anybody have any final questions before we close? And Libby, I just want to, honor you too for for all that you're doing um and and your courageous like walk through life and all the insights you've brought and all the revelations you've had and the journey of awakening that you've been on and the fact that you know that you have been able to remote view is just amazing and the fact that you're writing a book and the fact that you're going to lead a class and all that stuff is really really empowering to me and the people who know you. So I just want to tell you that I admire you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, um, I want, I want it. It's not just, it's for you guys. It's for all of us. I'm doing this 
as I want you guys to do it for all of us. We're all in this, like you said, thank God, together. And where, the, where, the ways I grow help you guys to grow. And the way you guys grow help me helps me to grow. And the, the, we have so much power in our minds that we just, it's un, unlimited, untapped potential. So I invite everybody to check it out any way you feel feel led or called to do. Um, but yeah, of course, I want you to take my class because I'm just really getting into this. This has been a really, really fun evening for me. And it started with Alan and then you guys all came in here and started writing stuff. And and I, and I said, God, this is great. I'm really looking forward to teaching this class. And there doesn't have to be a limit on how many people take it because everybody can grow. Where I grow, you guys grow. Where you guys grow, I grow. Everything. So yeah, it's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. let's expand our minds, but, 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 but to be, to be, to be conscious of what you're actually doing is, is really the beginning of it. Whether you're writing, um, whatever, what, whether you're paying attention to your language patterns, whatever it is, um, Dawn wrote a question in here. Yeah, Did you yeah. catch that Zenka? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to read that to you. Okay, good. So so just so everybody knows, we have not set the date for season five yet, but this is where you can go and you can, you can make contact with the beyond with things you cannot see. We're talking about past loved ones, angels, ETs. It is opening you up to more than what you can see, right? Turning on all your intuition, your remote viewing, all of, I mean, this is the Galactic Academy. This is the mystery school turned out into the world, opened up, right? And Libby's going to be leading um, a, a class on the next season. We don't know when that's going to start. The next thing we have is Contact 250. Um, by the way, so before you answer that question, Libby, um, the Contact 250, tomorrow we're going to be doing a webinar. If you go to lightnet.org slash webinar, it's free. And Altair is going to be walking you through how to clear your physical, emotional, and light body. And the reason why this is important, it's a similar thing to the brain thing, where you're literally removing stuff. So you're going to get into this weird flow. And at the end, he plays music that's for free too, that will absolutely row you. I mean, like you, you will have goosebumps. So we're going to do this three more times, lightnet.org slash webinar. So the question that came in from Dawn about Libby's class, and again, she's going to be doing a hands-on workshop with the inventor of this technique, you know, 20 years of research inventor um, in two weeks. So if you go to lightnet.org slash calendar, you can find it and join to be a member. It's a members only workshop. So Dawn asks, um, is it possible to still take your class without using the app? because she doesn't usually use apps. Yes, it is. But I will say that, absolutely it is. Um, it, it is a participatory class. So I want people to learn how to go into flow state, learn how to do another expansive thing for the mind, which is called non-combative argument. Um, there's wow. other, yeah, there's all kinds of things. I mean, I could go on and on about it but um the 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 only thing about it is the more you 
the app is going to be complementary. So for the class as I teach it, and you said you didn't, you don't use apps, Don. But um, the more you do, the the faster you'll expand your mind. So if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But if you, it's like again working out, right? If you want to be buff, you go to the gym every day. If you want to be just strong and keep, I don't know, your back in shape and whatever, you you work out two or three days a week. So it's all you get what you put into it. So you get out of it what you put into it, and it's a done with you, not a done for you program. So you're certainly welcome to anyone's welcome to come and not use an app. Absolutely. You can do whatever you want to do, but the more, the more you get, you, you, the more you're willing to work at it. There's other ways too. You can write every day, which is not quite as effective, but it still is effective. So there's lots of other ways, but so if, you know, it, it all depends how much you want to put into it. That's all. Or like um, Stone wrote here that that some people don't have access. I get that. Um, so, you know, it's yeah, some some energies don't have app access. So, yeah. You know, one of the things with the apps oh, that I've used and I'm looking forward to checking out Mind Gym is like okay. binaural beats. So if, if people don't understand binaural beats, it's this. So you have one sound coming through one side and you have another sound coming through another side and your brain naturally completes that frequency um, in the middle, right? So it's helping you understand how they get to that moment. And just like, you know, Victoria was talking about, she's like, when my brain would get to the alpha in the, in the front or the back or whatever, she was getting a sound of a wind instrument. So she was like listening to what her brain was doing. Another thing, but there's a lot of ways to do this. And another important element, if you guys caught it with what Victoria said, is the entire week is organized around forgiveness. When you haven't forgiven yourself or the people in your life, and believe me, I know it's hard. <laughs> I get it, right? Then you've got all this complicated energy doing acrobats every time you talk to people and everything like that. Once you release that, that's the release of karma. Karma is drama. Karma is unfinished business. Karma is, I can't let this go. Karma is, I need to have the last thing. I need to say something. I need to... When you let go and you say, I forgive you and I forgive myself, there's nothing, there's nothing to do because there's no energy. There's no push and pull. There's no, it's not going to show up again because there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing there. Now, right? now let me speak to that as well, Zenka. Yeah. And that is when you focus on your backstory, when you're constantly talking about how you were abused as a child and how you got hurt and this and that and all these feelings, your, your mind doesn't know that it's not experiencing that at the time. So when you keep going back into your backstory over and over and reiterating and thinking about it and reading about it and talking about it, you're sending messages to your brain to hold on to all of those feelings and all of that hurt or anger or bitterness or whatever. So it's really about moving beyond that. You know, it's, it's really about the moment. 
It's about the moment that we live in. You can make that a miserable moment or you can make it a joyous one. It's your choice. This is the whole thing. It's all about your choice. We can go over and over and over our past. We can be as angry and bitter and everything as we want to be, but we have this wonderful moment in which we can choose to let those things go. It doesn't have to be this huge drama. And, and it, as we repeat these things over and over again, we're telling our brains over and over again to keep revisiting that. And it just keeps perpetuating the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for all of those of you out there with trauma that has been generational or whatever, right? Because you have seven generations of trauma. Life was not that good two generations ago, I'm telling you, right? It's okay not to know how to forgive. It's okay not to know how to release that. And that's what the internet is for. That's what these communities are for. It's figuring out whether you're doing constellation therapy or channeling or tapping or just like, try this, just ask. Just literally ask the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it. Show me how to move past this. Show me how to forgive. And then you can automatic write. You know, speaking of not using an app, Stone is saying practice, you know, automatic writing with both hands instead of your right hand all the time. <laughs> You're going to like wire both of your brains together, right? So, so yeah. Um, yeah. And you're, you're, you know, you're the judge, like there's going to be no lie detector like Victoria has. <laughs> so you really have to be the one to not fake it. Like don't for fake the forgiveness, right? Just get there and do it. Um, you know, LightNet members have three times a month coaching with Captain Adham, who does timeline therapy and NLP and all these other techniques as well to help you move past those patterns and get into a new rhythm in your life so so yeah well thank you so much libby for for sharing um information about the m and m a um process and accelerating your mind so that you can get in theta getting gamma is absolutely remarkable and we're so glad that there's a path to do that um and we're so glad that there's proof that you can and that you are and um and so yeah thank you so much uh for being on with us tonight and you know again if you're on the lightnet email list you're going to know when libby's class is coming up um and again uh so yeah so yeah 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 anything else you want to share libby with us just thank you so much everybody for listening and thank you so much zenka for allowing me to have the platform to to speak about this and I look forward to in two weeks, you guys come meeting again and you can hear from Kern and he's going to be talking about more about this in depth. And um, yeah, it's just great. It's really exciting. And I, I super appreciate the opportunity to being able, be able to share. Yeah, we, we appreciate you so much. What an honor to have you um, in, in our teams. You. Like you're in my radio team right now. We're making music with ETs. It's like my boy. And so it's been great to be in two teams with you back to back, Libby, and just um, like meeting you and spending time with you. And um, you are coming to Sedona. We don't know when, but I can't wait to hang out with you in the vortexes uh, and to, um, to give you a hug in person. So Thank you guys so much for yeah. joining us. Um, 
leave a like um, or a follow on whatever, if you're listening in Portal to Ascension or New Realities, Alan's channel or Lightnet. So thanks so much for supporting this content and we'll see you next time. <laughs>